2: Welcome to Dice for Roll, the queerest pathfinder podcast on the planet. a hard questions like, what if you sign the Let Wall in Gallisemony with the wish in mind of I don't want to be retroactively erased from universal continuity.
3: What? I like your funny words, Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. This
2: what? this hard question was asked by uh the illustrious and perfect Ilsetia wormtouched. Um oh, shit. in the Dice Roll server. It was in fact uh her. Um but in the in the city of Galisemni, in uh, the plain of chaos the maelstrom uh, there is this thing called the let wall right mhm and the let wall is a protein artifact appearing as a non-living wall of black stone i hate that they had to specify non-living yeah. uh, that moves through the city of Galisemni. it is generally viewed as cursed uh, and the locals will temporarily move away when the wall approaches their neighborhood <laughs> when a creature willingly carves its name onto the wall the wall consumes the name, erasing all of their traces from history, including their own memories, and then grants them their greatest wish, altering events so they unfold without the creature's participation.
3: Oh, so it's like that one fucking river in Greek mythology, that uh, uh, um, you drink the water and all of your memories are erased. Yeah, kind of, yeah. and then it grants yeah. your
2: wish. A rare few <laughs> retain some or all memories of their previous lives, just as a fun fact, and they call themselves the worm touched just a fun just a fun fact. Like, is that why Ilsetsi is <laughs> called that. Well, that may be it. In other news, Ilsetsi Wormtouch was born a tiefling man. Just as a fun fact.
3: Uh, that was her wish.
2: I don't know. I know what you're talking about. What happens if you wish not to have yourself erased from the universal constant?
4: <laughs> is that the wish? You turn into a trans lesbian? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I- <laughs> One of the one of the few constants of the world and yeah. the multiverse is trans lesbians. I
2: sorry the idea the idea that Ilsezia's wish was not I wish I was a beautiful hot lady. It was, dude, I don't want to be erased when I write my name here. <laughs> and the wall was don't like, "Fuck your you, you're a woman there. now."
4: No.
2: <laughs> Enjoyed a wage gap. Oh my god. <laughs>
4: I Jesus one of crazy. the few the, the constants of the world are trans lesbians. Uh... That's it. That's
2: it. There's that's, that's the only constant in the universe. Funnily enough, the homestuck <laughs> fandom. That's there's two. Co- there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of overlap between true. Those two. Uh, so, do we want to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. So, p- previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes faced their fears, and fought against the brutal ninja clan of Oni's Mask. Led by Minakatori Goshi the Many-Tailed, a Velstrak tiefling Kitsune, Oni's Mask fought hard and viciously trying to take down Sanku, Masami, and Chuji. Chuji turned into a big monster, Sanku summoned Agmazar the Star Titan, and Masami beheaded their boogeyman. After doing so, you made your way deeper into the island, discussing what you had done and seeking out the Night Market. And after falling asleep, you awoke in a beautiful festival full of all sorts of hickory-doos and doodads and what-have-yous. you found Rikanzo, the uh, Tanuki leader of the Night Market, and was advised to go find Rikanzo's secretary, Chio, the Kudagitsune. You don't know much about this Chio, but apparently she'll be able to guide you around the Night Market nicely. Uh, So, Sanku, you are now rushing around to find Masami and Shuji and bring them on their way through this beautiful market. And everyone I'd like to ask... We ready to hop into character?
3: Mm -hmm. Yes.
2: Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Fireflies flicker. And beautiful coloured lanterns glow strange lights. Sanku, you rush down the streets of the night market with vendors of all sorts uh, calling out and trying to sell you their wares. Other yokai make their way past you, some of them truly and utterly unusual. You see kappas trying to put their shopping into the weird buckets on their heads. You see uh, cats walking on two legs, uh, playing with each other and smiling. At one point, a living tornado swirls past you uh, and kind of like bows at you as it walks. As you are running, you eventually find yourself uh, calling down Misami and Chuji, both of whom look a little bit out of breath after dare encounters with the yokai themselves. As you're walking, uh, Rikanzo is right behind you, um, kind of like waddling as he goes. I want to ask how is everyone doing after your little foray into the night market so far?
4: I think Senku is relieved to have a bit of time where they're surrounded by people that don't want to kick his ass.
5: Hmm. Um, Chuji, how are you doing right now? I don't think Chuji's too mad about taking a break <laughs> as much as they don't want to be on this island. Um I think they can enjoy a little a little slice of reprieve. Uh, they're absolutely stuffing their face too. Um you've just spent some time uh, mostly like looking at like some
2: of the weapon smiths nearby. Uh, like I said, yeah. there were a trio of Sukumogami around, um, just kind of doing stuff and entertaining you. Um mm-hmm. It's nice. It's a nice time to catch a brat. Masami, you've had a complicated night, right? Yeah. Um, like, a lot has gone down. A lot has happened. How are you doing right now? You've been fussed over by a fish with a beak. Uh, and you've had some of your wounds healed, which is quite nice. How, how are you doing?
3: Um... I think they're just... I don't think any of what happened with the Oni's Mask has properly set in just yet. Uh, Kind of like in one hand they're trying not to think about it, but in the other hand they do want to like process the emotions and like think about what just happened and try to move on from it. But when you face someone who has tormented you for literally your entire childhood, uh... Yeah, it's... You haven't really had the chance to process that, and you won't really have the chance to until
2: all of this is over.
3: Right, so they have a lot of things that are weighing on their mind, but they're not, like, doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. But it's fine, because there are several other distractions, like the yokai around here mm-hmm. and the mission that they have to do. And it's always
2: about the mission, huh?
3: For Masami, that's how they were raised, yes.
2: <laughs> um, well, Sanku, as you are skipping over to them, Masami and Shuji seem to kind of like be catching themselves after some of the stuff they've seen. You know that you have to go find this Chiyo person. Uh, Rikanzo is with you, kind of just following along. And um, He's smoking on a big pipe, good for him.
4: What do you do? Uh Sanku Sanku waves to them and goes, Hi! Where'd you guys go?
0: Oh uh I got distracted, sorry.
4: <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: The swarms of you okay kinda got lost in it.
4: Uh yeah, that's fair. I found it a console.
0: Oh, oh, good. Hey he waves. Hey man. How are you? One second. <sighs> All right. He puffs a big <laughs> fucking
2: A big fucking cloud of smoke He just kind of grins And says I'm doing
3: good It's great to see you all again That's well, great to see you too um, How have things been since we last encountered
2: Oh well you know Not being imprisoned and made to dance Like there's no tomorrow has been pretty sweet um, I can imagine We've been you know The night market's back in full swing uh, we we found your buddies uh, by the crash site, and all's going well there. Um, they're actually here at the market as well. If you want to see them later, uh, you guys, oh. you guys are okay for food. You need me to go like uh, get you something?
6: Uh,
0: I mean, I can't turn down food.
2: Hell, no, you can't. I'll, I'll, I'll. You know what? I'll introduce you to Mister Maguro later. You'll, you'll like his stuff. He's real nice, real, and you know, magic. That's the best part. His food's all magic. You'll, you'll really like it. Fuck
6: uh, yeah! Okay.
4: Um, um, Ricanto? Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually need to find, um, Chio? Mm-hmm.
2: He takes a big puff. Where is she? He takes another big puff. He, you, you need to tell us? And then he blows into his pipe, and there's a... <whistles> and coming out of the pipe is a fucking fox. Ah! She... Is a little fox with a kind of golden fur, with a snake's body, and she's emerging from this pipe, like literally worm on a string style, flip out. Long baby. She is a very long (laughs) and very small fox that fits into a pipe.
6: Oh. And she's like, "Hello, everyone, Chio."
2: (laughs) I love her. Hey, Hi. yeah, you like this is everyone. This is Chio. She's Akuda Getsune. She's my secretary and she's my familiar. And she's like,
6: "It's nice to meet you, all Chio." Hi. Hi. Nice.
3: nice to meet you too.
6: Rikanzo has already told me that you'd like to learn more about the night market and see some of its sights, Chio. Y- yeah. Well, I'll be happy to take you, Mister Ricanzo Chio, could you please give the pipe to one of them, Chio? And Rakenza's like, yeah, sure. Who, who wants to
4: pipe? Do you want to give Sanku the power to have a pipe in his hand? I don't think he should be allowed.
3: <laughs> Sanku makes grabby hands. Does anyone stop
4: him? No. <laughs> uh,
3: Masami will take the pipe. Okay. That's
4: Masami. Course. I have
3: to ask, how do you hold the pipe? Do you know how, like, anime villains hold, like, pipes like those with, like, um their palm, like, raised up and it's, like, clutch between like um the pads of their fingers and their thumb kind of yes
2: that you're holding a pink panther style <laughs> that yes <laughs>
6: okay you take that and uh, chio pokes out and says greetings you must be <gasps> masami takahara yes Rikanzo has told me all about you chio
3: yes that that's me hello
6: it's good to see another fox chio
3: good to see one too
6: Allow me to be your guide to the night market, Chio. There's many things for you all to see, and I'll be happy to guide you, Chio. And Ricanza says, Well, if that's everything, I'm going to go back. I'm feeling real
2: hungry, and I haven't eaten in about ten minutes.
4: Well, how come of that?
2: <laughs> Can you go do that.
4: <laughs> we'll find you if we need you. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I'll probably be at Mr. Maguro's.
4: Okay. See you later,
2: kids! And he starts waddling off.
6: And, um... Chio then uh, smiles and says, So, Chio, I'd like to ask, what kind of things are you interested in here at the Night Market Chio? I will be your guide. I'll take you wherever you need to go, Chio. Uh, Masami
3: turns to the other two and goes, Do we have anything that we needed to do? Anything, anywhere we needed to go, like specifically? Anything mm. we needed?
0: Oh, uh, I don't think so. I guess we could kind of just go around really nilly.
6: Have some fun, Chio. It's a market. It's for like it's. This is for fun. Maybe you'll just see things that look fun to buy, Chio. Or maybe some food that's nice to eat, Chio. Or maybe you'll just see stores that catch your eye, Chio.
3: All right, then. Yeah, I think uh, just walking around would be nice. Mm -hmm.
6: Okay. Well, lead the way, Chio.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, are you guys just going to spend some time ambling around the night market?
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So um, I have a few stores for you to peruse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, There are many interesting objects for you to buy. Uh, You have a lot of money, and this is probably going to be the last time in the campaign you have a chance to spend that money. So go willy nilly. You also have stuff you can sell. Remember, you have those orichalcum ingots, for example. That's true. So the first store that you pass is one that Masami, you've already been to. Mm -hmm. and that is the store of Suri, the tree-tailed fish Um, it is a strange fish creature with the head of a woman long dark hair and a beak and uh, this is the local medic Um, right next to uh, that store is uh, a shop which is run by the Tsukomogami trio, Um, the brothers uh, Ora, Hatsuo and Riko A furnace, bellows, and hammer, respectively. Uh, Basically, this is like a furnace with a big eyeball and a big tongue, um, you know, a hammer, with uh, some legs and arms. If you look up Tsukumogami on on Google Images, you'll see them and you'll be like, right, I get it. I know what these guys are supposed to look like. Next to them, there is the Mr. Maguro store, uh, specifically Maguro Sushi. And you see a six-foot-tall bluefin tuna man. He is wearing a sushi chef's outfit. He's got, like, a little headband on, a white shirt. He's, like, waving knives around as he, like, uh, speaks animatedly to customers. And you can smell amazing food coming from within. Mm. Um, you see uh, a store which is uh, run by a lady named uh, Rukasa. Uh, she's a Roku Rokubi. Uh, a long-necked woman. She has like a beautiful pink kimono on. and Then her neck is long, like a snake. And then her head is like pivoting over the crowd. And she's wearing many scarves, both around the base of the neck and around the tip of her neck. Huh? Um, and now these next two, you're gonna find delightful, because one of them is a little store, which is called Honmonos. Uh,
4: Honmonos.
2: And Hanmono is a little snake. A very fat little snake. Oh my god. Tsuchinoko real? Tsuchinoko real! Oh my god! He's just just sitting there. I grab him. (laughs) With the dumbest face on. I grab him. As he's just kind of... You see, at one point, a customer enter the store, and he bites his tail and rolls over towards them.
4: (laughs) God. Tenku nearly tears up. And
2: lastly an old 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 woman with weird proportions like a comically big head and like an expressive face and like gray wiry hair and she's kind of sitting under an umbrella and she's got these little minions made of plants and rocks kind of like doing stuff for her but it's almost like she's watching you guys so those are some of the stores you are able to visit today Um, each of them will have interesting stuff interesting things to say and you can go to as many or as few as them as you like i leave this in your hands everyone sujinoko you're you're storming towards uh hon mono yeah who i will let you know hon mono is the japanese word for real
4: that is the funniest <laughs> <laughs> Oh He's my God.
2: do you guys want to go check out this real sukinoko I want to see him. I want to see go.
4: I know Senku would like to see the magic stuff. Um,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. he se- it seems to be a wizardry store, yes.
4: Uh, well, yeah, I think I think Senku would want to go to that because that, uh, yeah. Uh, so I think
6: that Senku is like, ah, cool. And he's starting to walk towards them. Chiyo says, ah, that's Hanmono, uh, Chio, And he sells some very powerful magical artifacts, Chio. I don't know how he got them all in the first place, Chio. He just showed up on the island with a big bag full of them, Chio. Interesting.
0: Huh. Let's go see how real he is.
6: And you guys walk up to this little tent,
2: and the fat little snake rolls up to you, lets go of his tail, <laughs> down onto a little pile, and he looks up and he goes, Hi,
4: guys! <laughs> uh, hi. How
6: are you doing today?
4: Uh, pretty Hello. good. Um, uh, we were curious... Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. We were Hi. curious about what you
6: said. My name's Hanmono. It's nice That's great, to meet you. man. <laughs> I'm a Sushinoko.
0: That's, yeah. Hi. Hi.
4: What can I interest you in today? Can we see your wares?
6: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now? <laughs> Um, So he has many items. And I think you very quickly realize these are all extremely powerful magic items. Like you look true. You find library robes. You find a cloning potion, um, a cube of force, a rod of negation, a wand of dazzling rays. There's just some incredibly expensive and powerful items here. And Honmono says, do you like them?
4: Where did you get these? found them
3: you just mm-hmm. found them mm-hmm. hi
5: <laughs> he sticks his tongue out I <laughs> did to learn to be silly like that
6: <laughs> would you be interested in buying any of my wares I can tell you about any you want to know about as well
0: I don't know if I'm interested in anything here actually
6: what about the mind swap
2: portion? What does that do? If you drink half of it and someone
6: drinks the other half, you swap minds for a while.
0: Why would I need to do that?
6: Haven't you ever wondered what it'd be like to have someone else's body?
4: Don't you want to trade bodies with, with Lola? Fuck
2: no. Lola sticks his head out of the bag and says, What's going on? Mm, ah, the Yeah
4: they're real oh what is this staff (laughs) so at the very back of the
2: shop on like like in a glass case is this fucking immaculate staff it is an it is beautiful like it is truly utterly beautiful um it is made of narrowed wood and carved with humanoid faces in varying emotional states And, like, even as you look at it, the staffs kind of, like, begin to move and whisper in a variety of languages, in sibilant tones, creating what seems to be nonsense. But, Sanku, you can kind of understand it. And Uh Hanmono de Shukinoko rolls over and says,
6: Ah, I see you found the whispering staff. The whispering staff? Mm Mm-hmm. One of the most powerful staffs to ever exist. Oh, oh, whoa.
2: It lets you see into the future. It lets you understand all. It makes you far more intelligent when you use it. And you can open up the minds of your opponents to the impossible knowledge that lies beyond. I don't, oh
4: my God.
2: So what this is, this is an apex item. It is a, an apex item. It will raise your intelligence by two which essentially will give you a plus one to all your uh, DCs for spells, which is real nice. And uh, it'll also give you a plus three item bonus to decipher writing, identify magic, and all recall knowledge checks, which would essentially give you a, like uh, the equivalent of a plus four to those checks, right? Which is crazy. You can also make opponents flat-footed by uh, once per round pointing your staff at them and just making them flat-footed. That's how it works. On the other hand, you can, um, once per hour, causing whispers to howl in their mind, basically give them misfortune on their saves, which is real nice. And once per day, you can twirl the staff up in three consecutive circles and call for uh, the whispers to speak up, making the whispers louder and giving your friends a plus three to their recall knowledge, will, uh, you know, decipher writing, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then it has a shit ton of divination spells. Not all of them will be ones that Sanku you'll be able to use, but frankly, the fact that all these other abilities are ones that are like extremely powerful makes up for it. There is a downside.
4: Uh uh-huh.
2: It is extremely expensive. Yeah, I don't have that money. As Hanmono is looking at you, he says, Oh, can't
6: afford it? Uh, no. It's okay. Hanmono will give discount to his friends. And also,
2: if you can barter and give me something just as good and tell me a fun story about it, I'll I'll take it. Hmm. So he's basically, he will trade it for you if you have something that you can convince him is worth the same. He is not a very smart little Tsukinoko.
3: <laughs> Don't be mean to him.
2: I oh, say that lovingly him. he's it's not that he's <laughs> stupid. It's not that you're taking advantage of him. He's just blissful to the he is blissfully oblivious
6: to the world. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> I think Chio pipes up <laughs> pipes, and says, mono here doesn't really care that much about money, Chio. If you're able to give him something he likes just as much, he might be willing to part with even a powerful item like this, Chio.
4: Hmm. I'm looking at stuff right now. Um Senku is like huh one second, and he opens his bag, and then he opens the bag that is inside of that bag, and he reaches down much further than it sound than it looks like it would be, and
2: your hand gets kind of spritzed like perfume as you do,
4: and Lolo's like, ah, my spa, your spa. One second, he starts. He moves. He moves his hand a little bit, and he reaches down, and then he pulls out, um, comically like the way that like a like a magician would pull out something. <laughs> he pulls out um, the staff of healing. It doesn't look like the staff that he uses because he sort of pushes it to... He pushes... Like he, His staff is like a cosmetic thing that mi- that mixes with the staff that he's using at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why his staff has remained looking the same. Um, because Senku is nothing if not all about the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, but he pulls out a staff of healing and he's like um, this is the staff that I used for the entirety of the Ruby Phoenix um, tournament and um, it's one of the first staffs that I really used it um, kept us alive <laughs> it's um, it's really important to me I kept it even though I got a new staff the first time I could have sold it but I didn't
6: it means a lot to you huh uh huh but
4: if yeah. I gave it to you, you'd have to take care of it.
6: Of course! I'd put it on my wall! And then maybe I would sometimes roll around with it! <laughs> That's fine. I will make the stuff after you!
2: <laughs> and he hums and says,
6: hmm. Okay, a trade's a trade! I'll give you that for this!
2: And, Sanku, you, you get a extremely powerful apex item, In return for an extremely sentimental item to you. Mm. And as you clutch this, uh, the whispering staff, it like whispers in your ear, in your mind, you know, these like. (laughs) They all kind of like culminate together to make a voice that says, Hello, Senku. In your head.
4: Whoa. Hi.
2: And as you remove, uh, your student staff from your Sanku staff and push this in. There's, like, flashes of light, and, um, those runes that were in your staff before are still there, but they are glowing much brighter. Like, you can see them very visibly now. Wow. Um, and you immediately feel yourself be a little more confident as these voices help you kind of focus. And then they hush away. I think almost they're a little musical, I think. I don't think mm-hmm. they're, like, creepy. I think it, they really are, like, musical voices. Oh, fun. So, you have now got an extremely powerful staff, Sanku, in return for your old staff. Oh, my. <laughs> um, so, uh, eh, uh, Masami, is there anything you want from uh, Han- Hanmono? I
3: was actually looking at the library robes. I think that would actually be good for Masami's severe lack of spell slots.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the Library Robes is a plus two resilient scroll robe, and it'll magically store spells for you. During your daily preparations, choose one spell you know of six level or lower. You inscribe that spell on the robes as though you had done so using the robes inscribed trait, but without needing to go through the normal scribing process. You provide the minimum amount of materials to craft one scroll of that spell. Um... And you don't need to be trained in crafting, nor do you need a magical crafting feat. Using this ability, erases any scroll already inscribed on the rope. Okay. Hanmono rolls
3: up to you and says, Oh, you have an eye for fashion! Uh, and utility. This seems pretty useful to me.
6: Boy, with this, you don't need to use a hand to draw a scroll. It's on your arm and you just read it from your sleeve. It's so cool!
3: It does seem pretty cool, yeah.
2: If you want, if you don't like how it looks, you can go to the nice lady next door. He kind of like rolls in the direction of the Roku Rokobi. And she'll make it look however you like. You can make it from a robe into a necklace into a belt.
6: She's so talented.
3: Oh, um, okay. Good to know.
6: And this can be yours for only 2,000 gold pieces. Right? No, I misread. Two thousand gold pieces. I was right.
2: <laughs> he rolls around in delight.
3: <laughs> um. Uh, then yeah, I think I will take it. This again seems incredibly useful to me, and if I can get this changed however I want, then all the better.
0: Hello.
4: Hello.
3: Uh, <laughs> <Hey>. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love this little
2: guy. Um, <laughs> uh, and Hanmono jumps up in the air as you put uh, down 2,300 gold. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: And he says, Hooray! Thank you! Um, I think what Masami does is that blue sleeve that they have, mm-hmm. <gasps> they replace it. Oh, that is so cool. I love so, that. that blue sleeve is actually, um, it has probably spell inscriptions on it on it. now Mhm. And Actually, yeah. I think the spell inscriptions are the same color as their uh their halter top, too. So, that's like so a- nice.
2: Um and Shuji, there's
5: nothing you want from Honmono, is there? No. You're not a mage. No. Okay. Uh I do have my eye on something from another vendor.
2: Okay. Well, why don't we head over?
5: I wanted to go to the Sukumogami trio.
2: Oh, you're going back to your friends?
5: Yeah, my best friends.
2: Okay, you make your way back to the Tsukumogami trio. And like I said, that's Aura, Hatsu, and Riko, a furnace, a bellows, and a hammer. And they run a quaint smithy that also doubles as a treatment facility of all sorts of, the, uh, for more object based yokai. So you see, like, a sandal Tsukumogami getting repaired by Aura, uh, the hammer. Mm. And you see a umbrella Tsukumogami getting, like, patched up by uh, Riko, the furnace. And uh, the tree uh Sukumogami, they current
0: turn see you as you return, says
6: Hey Chuuji,
0: says Aura. Hey, um I well first I wanted to sell you something. Oh and all three of them hop hop hopped closer. Hatsuo kind of puts
2: out these two shadowy hands, and they're like making grabby hands as the fingers like roll up and down, you know. Master hand style. Uh huh. They're ready for you to take whatever it is. Uh, I got some ingots for you. <gasps> oh! All three of them get very excited. And, um, Aureus says, I love ingots! P- give them over here, Sib!
5: Sib. So, um, there's four of them. Uh, and they, they take out the Aureus off them ingots, so they got...
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Four? Oh my god.
4: Yeah, we all have four, I think. Yeah.
5: Oh my <laughs> god, do you all want
4: to get in on this?
5: <laughs> I mean, we 10, all. 10,000 gold pieces, right?
2: Yeah, each, each of them is 10,000. Okay. So that's a—that's the equivalent of 40,000 gold
5: to each of you if you do do this. Yeah. Chuji you know? fucking sells them. Choo-G's selling them right now.
2: Yeah, fucking. What happens is uh, they say, I think uh, they all kind of gather, and like, Rico hops over this little fucking furnace, and he says, Bros, do we have enough gold for this? And uh, then the other thing, I don't know if we have enough gold for this. But you know what we can do? We can turn it into auricalcum coins, <laughs> and you put this stuff down, and clang, 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 whoosh, chchchchch, tock, 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 and after like maybe 20 minutes, they have turned all of your uh, things into coins, uh, which are each about worth one gold. Okay. They're very small coins, very tin coins.
5: Yeah, I imagine if there's fucking. Like 120,000
2: I think what yes. happens is like they're melted down by uh, aura in the furnace and then uh, Hatsuo takes them out and Rico hammers them into uh, size and yeah that's 40,000 gold to each of you you can all add that to your sheets fantastic you are so rich right now all of you
6: Chio kind of pokes out of the pipe again, Masami, and says, "Amazing stuff, Chio! You'll be able to spend it here in the night market, Chio, or spend it elsewhere, Chio." All right.
0: Uh, I wanted—I was interested in something that you had that I saw earlier.
2: All three of them gather around.
0: Um, <laughs> that dread rune. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All of them look around. And say, oh, the dread rune, yeah. Uh, Hatsuo says, "Yeah, this this will we can like give this to you and inscribe it into whatever armor you like. But eerie symbols will cover the armor, inspiring terror in your foes. Frightened enemies within thirty feet of you uh, must make a will save at the end of their turn. On a failure, their frightened condition does not decrease, no matter the value." Kind of sick as fuck, actually. <laughs> I think uh, Aura kind of like picks it up again with shadowy hands and says, it'll cost you quite a lot, 20,000 gold, but I think you can afford it.
1: Oh, if you want it, I can
2: afford it. <laughs> if you want it put onto your wraps, you probably want to go towards the uh, the Roku Rokobi's fashion store. We more work
5: with metal, and all of them go, yeah,
2: and they clang, 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 clang. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, but here, chuji uh, hands them like, Twenty-one thousand gold pieces. So
2: I want to ask Chuji, how do you actually? You know what I think would be so funny? Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask, how do you get this onto your armor? I think it would be so funny if you just had the rune around your belt.
5: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. You don't even like have it
2: imprinted on it. It's still on the rune stone. It's just hanging off of like a hook on your belt or something. They tie it on there. Yeah, they tie <laughs> it onto the belt all three of them clang 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 and Aura says looks good on you Sib you look amazing thanks (laughs) and uh then I think Hatsua says give give us a scare Sib give us a
4: scare
5: uh, okay uh, uh, they they turn around for a second uh, and then they they put their hands up and and they uh, uh, they quickly turn around they're like boo
2: so Chuji, how does this manifest? How what do people who are frightened see when they see you? Um
5: when when Chuji turns around and says boo, um I I think that how it manifests is that um the lines of their face kind of echo in the Ooh. air um in like a in a dark like kind of steamy purple. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's not their face, it's it's kind of how they looked as like a monster
2: ooh, monster chi returns, okay I think all will treat go, <laughs> and they like stumble back and knock some stuff over before they yeah. all get up and go, yeah Chi-ji, Chi-ji Chi-ji pipes up out of the pipe and says how frightful, Chiyo, what about the rest of you, do you want to buy anything from the Tsukumogami brothers? Uh, I don't think Senku needs
5: anything from here
4: I did have another shop that I wanted to look at, though.
5: (laughs) I like how Immovable says, you can also be moved if 8,000 pounds of pressure is placed upon you, though this is likely fatal.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, one of them is basically turns you into an Immovable rod. That is such a funny thing to add. Like, by the way, this could work, but you'll probably die if that happens.
5: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do want to get another room, but I'm not sure which one would be the best.
2: Uh, I think the Anarchic is very U-Core.
5: Hmm... Oh, yes. This, okay, yeah, give me this. Uh, So, the Anarchic, um, when you
2: critically succeed at a strike with this weapon, roll 1d6. On a 1 or 2, you deal double minimum damage. On a 3 or 4, you do your damage as normal.
5: On a 5 or 6, you deal double maximum damage. (laughs) I love this. This is mine. I'm buying it. Chuji throws gold pieces at them and fucking buys
2: it. Uh, the Mogami grin and says, Okay, okay, wait. And Hatsuo says, This time, don't put it on your belt. Take mm. out your- Show me your hand wraps. Show me your hand wraps, Zib."
5: They put their fists out.
2: Print your fist into this rune. Like Trust me, bro. Okay, Trust okay, okay. The, Punch. They do it. it. As you bring fist to the thing, there's like a hissing noise. And then when you pull back and look at your hand wrap, there's a rune in the fist itself. Okay. It's Other one broke.
0: Come on. Uh, uh. Okay. Okay.
2: Same thing. And both of those fade away. But when you crit, you're gonna have like chaos runes all over your hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they both go chuji, chuji, chuji. <laughs> so when you crit chuji, you will sometimes do a very disappointing amount of damage. And sometimes, you will do so much damage, it's gonna be insane. Fuck yes. So, uh, yeah. Do you, you buy that, you add that to your thing. Very good. Uh, Masami, Sanku, is there anything else you want to buy from the Tsukumogami brothers? Um,
4: mm, no, I don't think so.
3: I do.
2: Okay, what are you buying, Masami?
4: Uh, Masami
3: is at the weapons, and they're very much looking at the Blade of Four
4: energies.
2: (laughs) A Chocoto, and it kind of like glows different colours depending on the light, and there's um, four gemstones in the the hilt, you know?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And once per round as a free action, you roll 1d4, and you can add Greater Corrosive, Greater Flaming, Greater Frost, or Greater Shock to your Chocoto, And, once per day, you can cast Acid Arrow if it's a corrosive, Fireball if it's flaming, Cone of Cold if it's frost, or Lightning Bolt if it's shock. This is seventh level and it does not use a spell slot. It's an incredibly expensive weapon at, um, 20,000 gold pieces. Thankfully, you have a lot of gold pieces.
3: Good question. Mm Mm-hmm. How would spell striking work with this? If I used the spell along with it,
2: I would allow it. I'm very generous to the makers. I'll allow it. Okay. If you can do it from a, if you can do it from a staff, you can do it from this cool magic item. I will allow it.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think they're gonna get this one.
2: Okay. It's a uh, joke, the- so it's on brand for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you pick it up, and I think like Aura the hammer is like, bro, I knew they'd be into it. Come here look, this, this is my masterwork. I made this all by myself. Then Hatsuo's like, no, bro, I made it all by myself. And was like, hey, come on, how are you going to take this away from me? I made it, bro. And they all start bickering and...
3: <laughs> um, they all uh, seem to
2: really want to impress
3: you. I mean... I... It's... It's a very good sword. It definitely caught my eye. Um, I'm sure... Whoever did work on this did a very, very good job.
2: They all look As... up at you with teary eyes. Okay. <laughs> you want to buy
3: it? I I, I do want to buy this, yes.
2: It'll be 20,000 gold. Uh,
3: okay, here you go. And they put down the, the money.
2: Mm-hmm. Most of which they just made for you. <laughs> no, really? Yes. Um and they hand you over this amazing chokuto, the Blade of Four Energies. You can add that to your sheet. And is there anything else you want, or are you happy with that?
3: I think they're happy with this. I don't think there's any other runes that they need.
2: Okay. Uh, Senku, is there any... You said you wanted to look at something else as well?
4: I wanted to go to uh, the clothing store.
2: Ryukakusa, Doroku uh, Rakobi. Or, uh, who I have named after Japan's, uh, leading, uh, trot medicine. Mm-hmm. Ryu, uh, Ryuka san That's, uh, what I named after. Lol. <laughs> Just for fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Ryuka san uh, she smiles as you enter. This giant, she's a beautiful woman with a very, very, very long neck and a lot of scarves. And she looks down on you, thank you, as you enter, and says, Hello, dear.
4: Hi. Um, I just wanted to look through your wares, if that's okay?
2: Absolutely.
4: Sanku was thinking about getting the pontoon rune, but um, does that mean that I have to walk on water, or can I like choose not to?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, no, the pontoon is basically, uh, it allows you to traverse waterways with ease. While wearing footwear with this rune, you can walk on the surface of water and other liquids without falling through. This offers no protection against uh, damage to liquids deal, like acid or lava. You can go under the liquid surface, but you must swim if you do. So basically, this lets you walk on water or liquids, and you can swim through them normally if you so choose.
4: Walking on soup. Um, you could technically walk on soup. Let's go. Um, I, think, I, I think Senku would like to get uh, a pontoon room for his shoes. Okay. Uh, well you're, she uh, gives I think these are like new shoes
2: but she like slides them over the current shoes and they just meld into them. Wow. And she smiles and says, "I hope you enjoy. That will cost you 650 gold."
4: There you go. And he casually hands over 65 platinum pieces and two copper pieces.
2: She eyes them up, puts them away. Um, is there anything else you want to buy?
4: Uh, I was thinking about getting um, a Dragon's Breath rune to have another casting of Dragon's Breath. Uh, and I have the gold to spend.
2: Uh, well, the way that Dragon's Breath works is um, it's a rune. You put it on uh, your cape. This is basically, it comes, uh, it let you use your cape as a dueling cape, which will give you a bonus to your AC. And, mm-hmm. uh, then if you cast a spell with an area or, a f- uh, an area effect, um, that deals the same damage as the dragon. So in this case, water, for example, you could do widen spell with it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you cast, um, dragon's bread specifically, um, it would just expand the area that your dragon breath attack hits.
4: Okay. Um, Sanku's like, can I also get, um, this? The dragon's Bret room? Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Um, yeah. Come here, honey. Turn around. Let me design this into your cape.
4: Um, okay. He's like, it's kind of short.
2: <laughs> Doesn't matter. You'll be able to grow it at length when I'm done with it. Whoa. So, Sanku, she patches a beautiful sea dragon onto the back. And when it's done, you are able to kind of, like, grab the hem of your cape and then pull it out like it's armor. Like, you know the way Batman does?
4: Mm. You're able mm-hmm. to do it
2: with your little capelet. And it turns into actual dragon scale. Whoa. Excellent. And if you were holding your cape like that when you cast a dragon's breath attack, you'd may be able to make the dragon's breath even larger. And it'll cost you 24,000 gold. Quite expensive. Here
4: you go. And he sort of slides. He's like, ah, uh, hold on. Let me put it in a little bag. <laughs> <laughs> He, he puts it into a bag, and he, he puts it down, and it is very heavy.
2: There you go. It seems to be mostly or- calcum uh, My.
4: Yeah, we found um, some ingots on our travels.
2: <laughs> uh, Richie, Thank you. She smiles and nods. Um, Masami, is there anything else you want to buy?
3: Don't think so.
2: Okay. Senku, are you all bought out? Are you happy with what you've got?
4: Um, I think so. Okay. I can't find anything else that I particularly need.
2: Now, Chuji. Hey, bitch. I'd ask if you needed to buy anything else, but someone is staring at you. (laughs) Oh. And it's an old, old woman. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The one with the very big head.
2: Oh, fuck. Uh, Do you want to make me a society check? Okay. Here's a flat check. That's fine. You might have heard of her. You've never fucking heard of it. Not once. I, you don't know that's what I fucking what You don't thought. know why this old lady is ugly <laughs> as fuck, but she is. And she's <laughs> staring at you.
5: Judy leans over to sink and is like, is that old lady looking at me?
4: I don't know.
2: Make her stop. She makes a beckoning sa- sign. <laughs>
4: I think you need to go to them. I I don't think
6: that she'll stop. Chio (laughs) pokes out and says, "Oh, that's just Obaka de Yamabai, Chio. She's a little different than the rest of us, Chio. But what's wrong with little Mountain Witch, right, Chio? Mountain Witch? Oh, what? Mm -hmm, Chio. She's a friend like everyone else, Chio. Maybe she's got some stuff you'll be interested in, Chio. Uh,
5: sure. Chuji walks over to the old scary lady there's Obako the Yamalba, and she smiles as you
2: come over and says you have something in your bag
0: huh? I can hear it you can hear what? war oh,
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chuji pulls up the knife
2: <laughs> you pull out the knife Chūji and I think like all the other yokai walking by go <laughs> Oh my god. And she she doesn't flinch at all and says, "Well, it's been a while since I've seen a knife like this." Uh she Oh uh, wait, looks... what knife?
5: Oh shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she looks at it and she kind of smiles coyly. And she says, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the Bellicose Dagger, isn't it? Um, I think so, right? Oh, these are rare, aren't they? I will pay 7,000 gold for it to destroy it. Uh, To destroy it? Hmm. And, or, in the meantime, you could find other items in my store... And consider it then discounted if you give me the knife as payment.
0: Uh, she's sure. Um,
5: Shiji kind of like leans so they can like look past uh, the old woman. Um, there's weird stuff in this store. There's like a there's a
2: tongue in a pickle jar. There's oh. like fulus hanging from like the ceiling. There's like marbles that hurt to look at. Um, a bell, a horn, a cloak. There's a bottle full of tentacles Not a fan of that. She's just looking at the dagger. She's she kind of she almost like beckons for
5: you to go into the store while she's just staring at that dagger. <laughs> she's just like still holding it in their hand as they walk past her. Um, are those blue scrolls? Oh yes. The two kinds I sell
2: here—they're a matching pair. You have the Thousand Pains Fulu, which uh, are, were created by a powerful chiurgeon who threw away morality in search of endless life. This blocks people's—if uh, you attach this to someone's forehead, it blocks their inner key and racks them with negative damage. Anytime you deal more damage to them, they'll take further negative damage. Even just touching them will hurt them and you can res- you can absorb their life force in return. Meanwhile, the golden Brett Fulu is its exact opposite, made by an ent- enterprising surgeon who reversed the Void Thousand Pains Fulu. Attaching this to someone will fortify their ki, and regain 75 hit points, and end any flat checks for persistent damage that are hurting you. Huh. And if you have less than 75 damage done to you, it'll overheal you, giving you additional HP. Damn. Most impressive, right? Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. I see you know your Fulus, she says, eyeing your belt.
0: Uh. I guess you could say that, yeah. Hmm. This one's more of a collector's item. Atoning for the sins of the
2: past, are we? Someone else's, maybe. Mm. I know that feeling all too well but you're not here to listen to an old woman complain about what she's done boys and she kind of gestures and these little like plant men and rock men kind of pick up the foolish, and they kind of look like studio Ghibli sprites you know uh-huh. and they're like holding these up for you and bouncing around and she looks and says are you interested in buying any of them they're 8100 uh, 8, gold each only good for one use but I have four of each
0: yeah I I am kind of interested I'll tell you what I'll give you this knife Mm -hmm. and I'll pay for one of the scrolls and I'll take another
2: she leans a bit and says last I recalled the knife I was offering 7,000 gold for but these are worth 8,100 you're trying to pull a fast one on me are you I wouldn't describe it as a oh. fast one. I love a charming and pretty young person. Yes, I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. Anything to get cursed items like these off the streets. She takes the dagger, and then she snaps it in half in her hand, and you hear a <laughs> Shit. war wafting oh. off into the eater.
0: Is that easy, huh?
2: oh no it's terribly difficult but i am very good at breaking curses wow it's the Um, reason that i became a yamaoba you know to break curses oh no because i made them too much (laughs) because of that i was turned into this horrible old creature and that's how i'll stay forever so you bear in mind, next time you start creating cursed items and then allow them to enter the wide world by bringing your greatest creation to life and letting it get away from you,
5: know that <laughs> there may be consequences.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I'll keep that in mind next time I'm making
5: cursed I curse made chips. one of
2: these little sprites, you see them? Those little sprites? I made one bigger, smarter, stronger than the rest. And she stole all my cursed items and fled with them. <laughs> And that's why I'm like this Because I've hurt too many people through my inaction
3: What did you say?
2: I said I hurt too many people through my inaction And if you're not careful that'll happen to you as Uh, well
0: You about the big, the big, smart, stronger sprite?
2: Oh yes, horrible little creature She looked like a potato and a slug together I should have known that she was going to cause trouble from the day I made her
3: she also sing? Hmm? Who
2: Ah! She did have quite a singsong voice, yes. A fiendish creature with far too many cursed items that she stole from me, and now she circulates them around the world. Obako, that's who I got
5: that dagger from.
2: You met Satsumaimo the Cruel? I fucking...
5: the Cruel?!
2: Oh, she's God. a very powerful malevolent trickster spirit. You should she seek called sanctification, herself the generous.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry that you had to figure this out. I I
4: Oh.
2: But she shakes her head and says, "Young young adventurer, I would seek sanctification lest you invite that demon back into your home." Tell me, you haven't gone home since meeting the creature, have you? No. Seek out a cleric of mm, Daiketsu, I suppose. Ask Uh. for her blessing, go through an exorcism ritual. Trust me, it'll do you some good. What happens if I don't? Well then, curses will follow you for the rest of your days. Through my grim creation.
5: Um, wait, can you break this too? (laughs) They also gave me a ring.
2: Um... She sighs and she crunches it between her fingers into dust. Anything else you bought from Satsumaimo the Cruel? <laughs> no, that's it. Oh, wait, no. Uh, oh, I, I returned those. Never mind.
0: You willingly re- return? You met her more than once? Listen, I bought, I bought some hand wraps off of it. Um,. That were supposed to be dazzling hand wraps But they ended up blinding me instead because they were fucking cursed She's found-
2: I don't know that item She has more cursed items I don't know about You might want to track her down (laughs) I can't I'm- I'm just an old woman now Oh The- the future of Tian Sha is uncertain
3: I- I mean She has a shop in The markets in Goka Maybe she's-
6: In Goka?
3: Oh no Yeah she gets up says, I'm
2: closing this door. I need to get off this demi-plane.
3: No, wait, <laughs> hang on a minute. What do you mean?
2: She, she starts hobbling around, mumbling to herself. Oh, my God. You oh. need to you need to get us home, she turns around to Yutri. tree You need to get us home with whatever t- adventure you're going on against this Sindara fellow, because a much greater threat exists in Satsumaimo the Cruel.
1: <laughs>
2: the Cruel.
4: Senku says <laughs> as they walk in. Okay.
3: Do you think she'll have the power to sense you at all? Or anything? Or do you think she'll be too distracted by selling cursed items to innocent I have no idea standards?
2: what she's
4: capable of, but okay.
2: let me tell you not to trust her.
3: I didn't, I I've just thought never... that her, her interactions with chuji were a little funny, but um... <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never trusted Setsumaimo and I don't understand why, why Chujie kept going back. Um
3: when all this is over, we'll take you back to Goku with us?
2: She nods fervently
3: and she's like, oh goodness, that's going to be an adventure for another
2: day. Thank you. Thank you very much. No
3: problem.
2: So, chuji, you buy a Thousand Pains Fulu and you buy a uh, Golden Brett Fulu.
5: I have one more thing I want to buy. Yeah, what do you want to buy? Um, chuji's going to go to the clothing shop. Oh, fuck, now I don't have enough money for it. Shit. Uh damn it. I was gonna get the titan's grasp. How
4: much money do you have?
5: Uh a thousand six hundred platinum.
4: So you'd need nine thousand gold? Yes. Just take it. I you I, Senku will give you money.
2: You two are outside uh Yukakusa's store and you're like <laughs> sharing money? <laughs> <laughs> I start She's sucking like, you off
5: in real life.
4: Yo. <laughs> uh, I, it's fucking true. She looks like he can't afford something. And he's like, do you need money?
0: <laughs> Maybe a little bit.
2: <laughs> I have a lot. So should you walk into Ryukaku's house and you buy, there's this massive fucking pair of gauntlets. <laughs> right? They're I fucking need them. huge. I need them. And they can be shrunk down. But then they can be, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, right now they're b- fucking huge. And uh, Ryukakusa sees you and she's like, oh, hello. I see you're eyeing up my most powerful item. The titan's grasp. Yeah, they look really cool. Mm, well, they are very strong. Only the most powerful of warriors can wield them. These bronze gauntlets ha- each have a small red gem embedded in the wrist. You gain a plus 3 item bonus to Athletics and a plus 1 Circumstance bonus to Athletics Checks to Grapple. If you successfully grapple an enemy that has at least one size category larger than you, the gauntlets dig into it, dealing bludgeoning damage equal to your strength modifier, plus an additional 2d6 bludgeoning damage on a critical success. And, when you invest in the gloves, they raise your strength score by 2. If you currently have apex <laughs> items, she looks at your, uh, anklets it'll increase you'll have to choose which one you want so you won't be able to get uh, the plus 2 that you currently have the decks, but it'll give you a plus 2 to your strength instead and once per day you can clap your hands together into a fucking 34 emanation and deal 6d10 sonic damage to everyone around you and deafen and maybe even stun them
5: I'm taking it I'm taking it I'm buying it
2: <laughs> you buying it Yes. Are you increasing your strength or your decks? Which apex item are you allowing to take control Strength Okay fuck yeah dude So uh, you uninvest in the decks For your um, Your anklets of alacrity And you invest In your uh, titan's Grasp instead Mm -hmm. And that makes you feel so much stronger How do you wear them Do you keep them as big fuck off massive gauntlets Do you shrink them down to just be around your uh, Hands how does this look
5: um, I think that Juji does keep them big because <laughs> I like that. Um, I don't think they're wearing them at all times. I think in their uh, when they're just like walking around, they have them maybe. Can they shrink at will? Yep. Yeah, I think they shrink them down when they're not wearing them to just like be on their belt.
2: Oh, very cool. But then, like, uh, Oh, you know what they do? They unassemble and reassemble around your hands and then grow when combat starts. So you're technically yeah. always wearing them, but otherwise they're just kind of like around your, your, your belt. Anyway. Dice will Roll will return after these messages.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: Uh, after you're all bought out, I think you maybe decide to go to Mr. Maguro's uh, to meet up with uh, Ricanzo one last time. Uh, and yeah. Mr. Maguro, I remind you, he is a six-foot-tall, blue-fin tuna man wearing sushi robes, and he's like, all right, order for table four! Go, go, go! And, like, a, a few kappa waiters <laughs> out with, like, their orders, you know? Um, Ricanzo mm. is on his sixth round of food, and with him, our last Brett and uh, Yosaran. And oh. they're. Rum, 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 rum. And uh, y- Rikanzo's like, hey guys, order up. Have any food you like. And uh, Maguro says, anything you eat here, we'll give you a second portion of so you can eat again later.
6: Wow. Um, oh, cool. Chio uh, pops up and says, that's because all the food here is made of dreams, Chio. So technically there's an infinite supply, Chio. Oh.
2: Oh, wow. And, uh, okay. that's
4: really
2: cool. Yo is like, you guys, you're gonna try this stuff. It's amazing. I've never had food this good. It really reminds me, Chuji, you remember, of course, uh, in the 24th Ruby Phoenix tournament. I think it was 24th, it might have been 24th. Um, Burkheiser, the food slinger? 23rd. 23rd, yeah. The, the, uh, that catfolk man from the inner sea, yes. Yeah. And his food team, it's, it's like that, but 10 times better. Nine times. He was really good. (laughs) And uh, Baku's like, oh, I'm saying, I've been around the world. These, uh, what do you call them, sushis? Is that what they're called, sushis?
0: Sushi? Yeah, yeah, it's good.
2: It's good. And um, (laughs) (laughs) Clover very politely puts down a bowl of uh, Odin, and he says, yeah, I, I mean, the food we have at home is very different, much scarcer ingredients. This is, um, it's amazing. Much better than just cold fish, yeah? And says, yum! Close enough. So, you guys, I will allow you all to choose one piece of food. You know? Okay. And, uh, anything you eat now, you'll also get a second uh, meal of for later. So, what will you order from
5: Mr. Maguro? I want that fucking owlbear ramen. So the Owlbear Ramen.
2: Chuji, you see that he, um, he is making this bowl of ramen, and then he puts this egg on it, and it's a fucking mm-hmm. massive egg. Then <sighs> he slides the bowl towards you and says, Eat up! It's some of the best stuff ever. But when you are done, once you've eaten that egg, can you give me just a loud shout? Uh, sure. Chuji, you eat that ramen. And then when you give that loud shout... It's not just your voice. You let out a fucking owlbear scream. Whoa. And this delicious ramen, if you take an action to in the middle of a fight, you can then within the next... Uh, you can then immediately let out a scream like an owlbear and frighten everyone around you. Fuck yes. So... Add some owlbear ramen to your sheet. Okay. Sanku, Masami, what would you like to buy? Um,
4: I think uh, Sanku might get silver sushi.
2: The silver sushi? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this sushi, Sanku, as uh, you kind of look it over, it's beautiful, delicious sushi, but it's pure white. Like everything is white and almost glows a little bit. And thank you oh. as you eat it. The others kind of like look at you, and you're like just enjoying it, you know, chopsticks. Yum, 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 delicious. Yum, 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 delicious. Thank you. You start to glow white. Let's go. And you literally, there's like this beautiful uh, light coming off of you, kind of like uh, almost like wafting off to you, you know.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, like in a video game, when someone has a potion effect and they're kind of like there's sparkling a little bit. Yes, that's what's happening here.
4: Ooh.
2: Um, and you can't be concealed while this is active, but you will shed light like a torch. You'll have an item bonus against uh, certain saves, and any creature in your space. T- that is undead takes 96 positive damage. Holy shit. It is treated as silver for the purposes of weaknesses, resistance, and the like. It's essentially moonlight sushi. Fun! And Masami, what would you like to buy?
3: I think Masami's gonna go for the Fury Chuhai.
2: <laughs> so Chuhai just, you know, is a drink. It's yep. an alcoholic beverage. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a very fruity drink, and Masami, when you drink it... Okay, my question is, are you going for Animalistic, Double, Mournful, Skeptical, Titanic, or Wyrmhide? What flavor are you going for?
3: I think they're going to go for the Skeptical.
2: Okay, it's the Skeptical Fury Chuhai. It's a little bitter, certainly, but um, I think it makes you very keen of all the magic around you. I think all the magic suddenly smells much stronger and when you drink this, not only does this give you a plus four on item, like a plus four item bonus to melee attack rolls, which is fucking crazy, but also it gives you a plus three on all your saves against magic for one hour. So next time you're about to fight a very powerful mage, just take a quick shot and you'll be fine. Will do. Certainly it tastes great now. Uh, Lolo, you'll be all glad to know, has some phantom Odin, which is like regular Odin, but it's all made of ghost stuff. As you're all sitting down, Rikanzo is like, "So, you guys enjoyed a night market? Yeah. Get anything you're excited about?
0: Fuck yeah! Check out this shit."
5: Uh, and Shugi like um uh uh has the gauntlets climb up their arms, and they like fucking punch them together.
2: Boom. Um, as you do so, I think everyone at the table goes, whoa. Yo is like, hey, are those Titans Grasps? Hell yeah, they are. Titans Grasps were among the items used by the first ever winning team of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. I know. <laughs> That's amazing.
5: He goes for a high five. Fuck yeah. Juji high fives them without taking it off.
2: <laughs> I will say the hand wraps, the runes uh, that you had. Um, mm-hmm. You're able to transfer them and like I think they maybe glow beneath the the armor You know So mm. you're good You, you still have the, the power of your anarchic stuff That's Sick After a while of you guys eating um, Lolo says So what are we going to do
0: tomorrow everyone Remind me
4: Well What are the places that we can go next
0: Ugh, It's the The dump and the mountain right Oh, yes, the hill by the lake. We, we had talked about how we didn't want
2: to go to the dump, really. Although, chances are, we'll have to go tomorrow
0: one way or another. Let's do the hill tomorrow, then.
2: First thing, that sounds good to me. Start us off easily. Easy in
4: quotes, but yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I think uh, Bako says, Just so you all know, the solar jam has been 100% restored. We're reckoning we'll probably be taking on a few more passengers when we're uh, leaving this place. He kind of gestures around at all the yokai. It'd be a shame to leave them on this island when uh, the island is destroyed, if you win. So we'll take them all with
0: us if that's good by you all. Yeah, that's fine.
3: That's fine by me, definitely. We already promised one that we need to find someone in Goka anyway.
5: <laughs>
2: None of them get it, but they nod. And Rekens <laughs> is like, oh, looks like uh, you guys are ready to rumble then. Uh, So you're going to head off to that hill place once you've got a good night's sleep? Uh, yeah. Hey, come here. You want to hear something? Sure. He leans in real close and says, you already did. And then you wake up. Um, and you're just in a field. What the fuck? You're all in the exact same positions you were when you fell asleep. Chuji, you're still on watch. Uh, Sanku and Masami, both of you are in your sleeping bags. Hated.
4: it. Everything's gone. Uh, what...
5: That's so. That is a weird feeling. <sighs> uh, Chidi checks for their gauntlets.
2: Oh yeah, you've got the gauntlets. Oh, fuck yeah! Everything you bought—it is all real. But I think Kader is nearby, and she kind of steps forward and says, "It seems that you've woken up from your uh, yokai dream magic." Yeah. Yeah. All of that was technically real and true and on this plane, but yokais and have a strange way of escaping our notice huh I trust you all slept very well you've all gotten at least eight hours of sleep
0: oh. I feel well rested I guess
2: excellent I'm glad to hear it I kept watch for you but no creatures came this way are you ready to continue your journey in finding all of the items you uh, all of the Contra of the deep fragments
0: yeah might as well be
2: okay she kind of nods and picks up your bags and hands them to you says ready to go okay so you guys walk for a while and Kader finds where you're interested in going and yeah she guides you towards this lake and in the middle of the lake there is a hill with a tree at the very top mm-hmm. and you know that you're supposed to be on the lookout for a nymph this nymph is apparently the person who is like the the um, hungry ghost of this area I see and you find her very quickly skeleton I beg your pardon skeleton s- 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 ske- yeah on the out at the edge of the lake there's a skeleton seems to have washed up on the floor
3: mm-hmm.
2: Cool. S- judging by some of the necklaces and stuff it wears it maybe once was a nymph a large hill rises abruptly from the lake covered in pyramidal ridges at the top of the hill is a massive tree with gnarled branches that droop under the weight of an overabundance of fruit each shaped like the head of a humanoid a goblin an elf a human and more A cloying smell fills the air As does a low drone Issuing from the mouths of the many trees' fruits And Lying on the beach of the lake Is the skeleton of a nymph Or rather Half the skeleton Of a nymph Oh? Yeah The bottom half is not there It looks like it's very cleanly Cut in half Yikes there's a bag if you'd like to look through it might have the
0: conscious deep fragment maybe <sighs> it's gonna jump up it's gonna jump up if we try to look for something on it <laughs> it's gonna start moving I know it
5: Qji <sighs> walks towards the skeleton. <laughs> Is is there any obvious sign of the conch around it? Make me a perception check. No, no obvious sign of the conch.
2: But maybe it's in the bag. Uh. Shooji, what's wrong?
0: I don't wanna grab it.
2: Why? Are you afraid of a little skeleton?
0: Not afraid, it's just I don't I don't like when shit pops up at me.
2: It's just a skeleton, Chuji. It can't hurt you anymore.
0: You fucking do it then.
2: Okay. Lolo slips off Shanky's shoulder and onto the bag of this creature, the dead, dead nymph. It slips inside and slips out and says, I don't see any conch. Maybe if you investigated, Chuji, you'd find it.
0: Maybe if you weren't a blind old man, you could have found it. Chuji, do you approach the skeleton? Yes.
5: You put your hand in the bag? They open it and put their hand in it. There's no conch. Also, it doesn't jump at you.
0: Thank God they take their hand out and they walk away. Okay, cool. Nothing is in there. Um, but that means that we have to look somewhere else.
2: Wasn't this the, the hungry ghost? And Kader looks at it and says, Yes, this is the Hungry Ghost
3: of the Lake. Okay, um...
4: It looks like the the skeleton's, like, cut cleanly, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, it's been cut by something.
0: You don't think something else took the conch, did you?
4: It's possible.
0: Well, that's fucking annoying.
4: Hmm. Let me take a closer look. Can I, like, roll perception to see if I can tell anything about it or something?
0: Uh,
2: what are you looking for specifically?
4: Senku is trying to see if they can, f- like, figure out what cut this the skeleton in half. If there's any sort of signs, if it was like a creature or a weapon, or and that I think sort it's of been stuff. about
2: two minutes. Uh, make me a will save, actually. Instead, all of you, make me a will save.
3: Mm-kay.
2: You've definitely been here for like two minutes now. Great. Okay, Masami and Chuji, both of you get critical successes. Sanku, as you are kneeling down to inspect this thing, you stop where you are. hmm And you stand and turn and you look at that tree. Sanku, the fruit. They smell so good. You need to have some of that fruit. <laughs> you turn... And you walk into the lake, and I remember that you bought pontoons. So you walk over the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Sanku, you walk on that water like it's nothing, and walk up the hill. Misami and Shuji, do either of you do anything as Choo- Sanku is walking towards the tree? Hey,
0: where are you going,
5: <laughs> Sanku? Sanku, Sanku, just going. You going for a stroll? Casually on the water I think Tuchi throws a rock at Sanku Uh,
2: make me an attack roll (laughs) Are you actually throwing a
5: rock at Sanku? Well, not a big one But like a pebble or something, right? Yeah, like a pebble to get his attention
2: Okay, make me an attack roll See if you can slap and slam Sanku with a fucking rock 47 Does a 47 hit you, Sanku? Yes, it does Sanku, you hear it feel a pebble over the back of your head And you're like, ah! And Pause, because you're- Whoa, where are you?
4: What? Interesting.
0: Dude, can you hear us?
4: Uh. Where am I?
2: Lolo slinks out of your bag, Sanku.
4: No, no, no. He grabs him by the tail. (laughs) What are you doing? Huh? What? Where where am I? Oh, but I smelled a delicious fruit. And you're not grabbing it, and he's sort of holding on to him. (laughs) I don't trust anything that smells specifically delicious, because I was next to that skeleton a second ago, and look at where we are now. And he turns around.
2: We're nowhere near <laughs> that. What is happening?
4: I think we may have been charmed uh, for a minute. Let's go back. Tengu sort of runs back. You good? I, I think I got charmed.
3: It seems like it, considering you couldn't hear us for a good few strides.
4: Yeah.
2: Sorry for throwing a rock at you. Do you guys want to make me a nature check? Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. So Sanku, as you're holding your staff, Masami and Chuji, you two are looking at this tree, but Sanku, your staff whispers to you, and his Sing Song voice, kinda of like musical bells, it whispers. And it says
6: Sanku that's a
2: Benju, a cursed tree that feeds on knowledge. If you eat one of its fruit, it'll hurt your brain very badly, but it'll grant you some immense knowledge. If you want to get rid of that cursed tree, you'll need to cut it down. It'll set the land that it has imprisoned free.
4: Then we should cut down the tree.
2: The staff goes quiet.
4: Um, the fruit on that tree... It'll we'll give you knowledge, but it'll also hurt your brain. I, I don't trust it, and um, if we cut it down, then it'll free this land.
5: Well, Chuji starts walking towards it.
4: Does anybody have an axe?
5: I don't need an axe. I have these, and chuji literally just waves their hands. chuji is going to punch that tree. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Go fresh. <laughs> they get a powder punch chance. They're going to blow up that tree. Okay. 39.
2: Uh, 39, I say, will be... That'll be a hit, indeed. Adamantine Fist, too. Mm-hmm. Excellent. You ignore its resistance. That's great. 25 damage. Okay, go again. 49. That's going to be a crit, I think. Roll me that damage. And roll me 1d6. 2. Oh, uh, you do minimum damage. Lol. Fuck. So, one last time. Attack for me.
5: 43.
2: That's another hit. Roll me that damage. 26. Okay, so that's going to be 26 plus double your minimum damage, which is 34, 60, plus 25, that's 85 damage. The tree is not knocked down. Okay. You need to do a minimum of 300 damage in one turn.
0: In one turn?
2: I will say, these all have fire, right? Because of your flaming rune? Yeah. Cool. Um, I will... That's another 60, that's 145 damage you've done so far. Sanku okay. and Masami, if you two want to help too, uh, see if you can knock down that tree, you need to do 155 damage between you.
3: Masami is going to use their new- they're going to use their new sword. And I think they're also going to activate it to use the fire?
2: You're going to need to roll me a d4 to see which one you get. If it's a 1, it's fire. Or I think it's if it's a 2, it's fire.
3: Okay. It's a 4.
2: Okay, so that's not fire, that's going to be... It it's electricity. Okay, that's... I'll allow electricity to still strike. And do it. You know, lightning strike tree, it works. I'll allow that to trigger the weakness. I'll give it a, weakness, <laughs> a little weakness to electricity. Okay. So, Masami, lightning arcs through your blade of four energies and strike it for me. 44. That's a hit. Is this a strike or a spell strike?
3: This is a spell strike.
2: Okay, and what's the spell?
3: don't have any fire spells on me, so I think uh, this is just going to be the uh, the lightning bolt that's on the sword.
2: Okay, cool. So, roll me that damage.
3: 43.
2: Okay. And your uh, strike damage as well?
3: Damage from that is 23.
2: Okay, so Masami, that is a total of uh, 86 damage. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you've done a total of 20- 231 damage to the tree so far. You've one action left. What do you do? Uh,
3: rather than go into Arcane Cascade, I think they're just going to strike again.
2: Okay. And this Making is that attack roll.
3: That minus four, I believe, right?
2: Yes. Okay. Thank goodness for Agile. 48. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, that's going to be a crit. Roll me that damage.
3: Crit damage. 70.
2: Holy shit! Oh my god, Misami, that does it! Oh. Holy shit, okay, so Chuji, as you pummel the shit out of it with your flaming <laughs> exploded chops <laughs> Bum, bum, bum Masami comes from the other end and strikes once twice and the tree oh. And it disintegrates into ash and blows away in the wind And then something you didn't expect to happen happens Oh? The ground begins to shake very, very hard. And then it uproots itself. The hill gets up. Oh. And it shakes itself a little bit. And you are all clinging to its back. As something pokes its head out from the lake. And it re- you realize all too late that this is not a hill. Uh. This is a tortoise. <gasps> oh, little guy! Well, he's not little at all, Ritz. He's in fact <laughs> very, very, very big. He's little to me. He's a spirit turtle, and his gigantic tortoise, this turtle, whatever, kind of shakes himself, and he says, Ugh.
6: "Hmm."
2: Oh, what am I still doing here?
0: Uh, hi. Huh?
2: He turns around very slowly, like to see who's behind him. You're on his back; he can't see you.
0: Uh, <laughs> Gigi, like crawls
2: to his head. Hmm.
0: Oh, why it's a little two legger. Hello. huh? What's your name, young one? Chuji. Nice to meet you, Chuji. Uh, I've got two friends here with me. Hmm? Who's there?
2: Da- oh! Could you please get off my back? <laughs>
6: Yes, I can't get a good look at
3: you from here yes sir um, and Masami Sen- slides down the what is actually a turtle shell
4: <laughs> Senku goes to fly in front of him
3: He,
2: as you all kind of get in front of him he looks at you Senku and says well now Chuji thank you for setting me free
4: I'm actually Senkou. Hmm? There's oh. a few of us.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm terribly sorry.
4: It's I, okay. You're
5: just so small.
4: I can't, I can't <laughs> tell the difference. <laughs> it's okay.
5: Shuji uh. waves their
0: arm and they're like, I'm Juji. you hmm? leans close. Over big guy.
2: Eye. Oh, I'm sorry. You must forgive me. It's wonderful to meet you. Uh, tell me, how how did you all get here? Mm. <laughs> to the demiplane? A demiplane? No, no, no. This is just my island. Off the coast of the beautiful and wonderful island of Bunmu. Uh, mm. um, and I will say, as you're all standing here, Sanku, that shell you have, the one that was given to you by the canary, is glowing bright blue. Whoa. The one that's supposed to glow bright blue when you're near a kid that needs to be taken home. Mm-hmm. Reunite with their mother.
3: Oh my god.
4: <laughs> Sanku's like, are you... see so you are supposed to be off the coast of Bunmu?
2: Yes, I have a lovely little island there, but this wicked nymph showed up while I was sleeping. And uh, to be honest, I bit her clean in half.
4: I was wondering what happened.
2: She did plant an evil seed on my back while I was sleeping, which was most unfortunate. But I bit her in half and that's the important part.
4: We got rid of the tree that grew from that seed. Ah,
2: wonderful. Thank you, Choji.
3: That's Sanku
2: still. I thought you were Sanku. He looks at you, Masami.
3: I haven't introduced myself. My name is Masami. Are you sure? (laughs) We're pretty sure. (laughs) They tilt their their heads to the side, and they're like, Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
4: Well...
2: I suppose suppose it's time for me to get some more rest. And he's starting to curl up.
4: Senku's like, are you, um, looking for anybody? Hmm? Like a mother or?
2: How young do you think I am, young Masami?
4: (sighs) I, I don't know. It's, um.
2: I'm millennia old. I haven't known my mother, ever.
4: Um, Or do you know if... Is it... Can... I have this item that is that glows when there's a child that's missing their mom, and it's glowing right now. Is there anybody on your back, or?
2: A child that's missing their... Oh! You must be talking about Moku. Moku? Oh, you'll love him. He helped me defeat that wicked nymph. I think she was here for him, you know. Oh my. Serving some master and capturing him and taking him away. Well, I couldn't stand it. He's just a baby. Moku! You can come out now. I'm awake. And that's when you hear it. The trees nearby rustle and a shape emerges from the trees something comes out it is big very big it's the size of an elephant whoa a reptile with pink scales a row of spines going down its back standing on its hind legs with a dinosaur-like head and two tails and you know what this baby is the spitting image of King Mogaru Oh.
4: oh my god
2: As this baby dinosaur stumbles out, shoots out a little blast of lava blurat, and shakes its head up top, which is a shell, the conch of the deep fragment, which it wears like a little hat.
4: Oh. Oh my god, you're a baby! You're Mogara's baby! (laughs)
2: and as the spirit turtle looks at you and looks back at moku he says oh you know baby moku's father well then Chuchi, we have much to discuss
1: <gasps> Derm.com.